0: I'm Kevin Pelton.
1: I'm Chris Smith. I'm Tristan Carcino.
0: I'm Robbie Tonkin. And we're talking taco time. Well, as you could hear from the introduction, we have today gone all the way to the top for our special <laughs> guest on Taco Time. I
2: think this should be the last episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm oh, <laughs> just going to go on top.
0: <laughs> we're thrilled to be joined today by the co-president of Taco Time Northwest, Robbie Tonkin. So excited to have you on the show. Thanks,
3: guys. Yeah. I don't know if it's the top of the food chain or maybe close to the bottom there, but uh, but thank you. I'm excited to be on.
1: So Robbie, I mean again, thank you so much for being here and doing this with us. Uh, like we do with all of our guests, we have to ask you, what are your Taco Time credentials?
3: Taco Time credentials. Well, uh, that's kind of a long story. There, I think I was born into the business as the so the as the lore goes. Um, I was born in 1979. My mom and dad worked at Totem Lake Taco Time. Uh, we had just opened up, and as the story goes, I cannot verify it. Um, two weeks after I was born, I was in a playpen in the back of the restaurant, <laughs> and uh, and started there, and have been working at Taco Time basically almost ever since. It was my first job out of high school, and uh, and came back uh, after high school, after college.
1: So you actually worked in the stores doing the like everything the same as Chris would have been doing when he was working at a Taco Time.
3: So I did. Um, but I bet Chris could probably do circles based on what I heard. I've only heard a few, <laughs> a few podcasts, but it sounds like he, he ran a pretty mean fry, which is a tough position to run in our restaurants. So.
2: Yeah, the fry, like nowadays, when, it, when I worked in the mall back in the day, it wasn't the fry was yeah. pretty easy. But then working at Tukwila, it was especially like during lunch. It's pretty yeah. hard. But yeah. uh, Last
3: time I tried to do fry at our up restaurant, which is one of our busier restaurants, like probably about three years ago. And uh, somebody had to tap me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was overwhelmed. That's tough work. And thankfully we've got really good people like, like Chris, um, uh, that just, they can, I don't know how they handle it, but they do. It's always fun when
2: you work there and you have uh, like someone come in from the corporate
3: store. They're like, I'm going to help with fry. And you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My, my game is not solid now. Now I, I pretty much am resigned to washing dishes or running orders, but, uh, but definitely did work in the restaurants at one point.
0: How much do you think that experience helps inform kind of how you approach things now that you're in the corporate office? Um, I I think it's
3: important. I also think at the same time, it's just important from a cultural standpoint in our company because we're a very humble company and maybe that's just a Northwest thing, but um, important that anybody in our company is willing to uh, get in there and get their hands dirty. I mean, we are a restaurant company and we are there to serve guests and nobody in our company should be above anybody else. Well, those are pretty good credentials.
1: <laughs> They're slightly better than Jake One's. the best <laughs> we've had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is your go-to order at taco time?
3: So I eat at taco time a lot. And, uh, so I, I change it up, but I think some of my favorites, um, I do like a natural soft taco. Um, nice. Also, also like a, you know, a, 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 I'll, I'll vary between a natural soft taco, sometimes a veggie soft taco and add chicken. Uh, a chicken fit hit bowl, add guac, add veggie mix. Um, and then I always have to have a crisp taco, like a crisp beef taco. I've been venturing into some crisp or crisp pinto bean tacos as well. So Oh, those are really good. They're, they're good. Highly underrated. Totally. And add add hot sauce. always got to add hot sauce. But, um, you know, if I uh, – probably the, the guilty pleasure, the most – you know, if I'm re- kind of indulging, I think the cr- – the crisp chicken burrito. That's the hidden favorite that I know. I always ask people if they've had the, the crisp chicken burrito. I feel like that's the one. If you had the crisp chicken burrito, you've gone deep into the Taco Time menu and you know, you know us.
2: Well. I think the habanero one, since that came out, like I just get that one every time. I don't think I've had a it's regular good. chicken yeah. one since they had the habanero ones out.
1: Uh, yeah, the crisp chicken. I, it's like next level taco time ordering. <laughs> for us, Chris makes fun of this, us for this. But it feels like before we talked to Jake Wan... On that first episode, you kept mentioning the casita burrito. I had literally never heard of the casita burrito. And not, I just like, it's like the platter section of Mm -hmm. the menu, just could not see that. There are so many things. And since then, we've kind of uh, had more of the platters and even talking to people and hearing what they order because we're having a lot of conversations about taco time. Yeah. I had one last night. (laughs) A platter? (laughs) The casita, yep. Ah. Nice. But not a conversation. You've had a casita burrito before. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the crisp chicken definitely is. Like when I had that, somebody else had had it. The first time I had it, it was like eye-opening. The whole world changed after that.
0: So so we do have to ask, you know anything about the origin of the crisp chicken burrito?
3: <laughs> it's made me want to go back and check cuz I I just started just started listening to the podcast uh, last week and loved it as as I told you guys. Like I was sharing it with my wife, my son, like we were cracking up. Just could not believe that anybody would want to talk about Taco Time. I mean, we <laughs> talk about it all the time, but, uh, but so on the origins, I don't know. I got to check it out. I know the time frame is right. Like uh, we didn't have it certainly, I think during the early nineties and it, and it came into play. Um, so I don't know. I, and I almost don't want to research it and just keep the myth and the lore alive. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a better story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually most items, I mean, so my uncle was involved in our company in a long time. He was a great chef. And uh, and um, we have some other folks on board that have developed most of our menu items um, since kind of the, the early days. So like our chicken chili, for example, that was my aunt's recipe. And I mean, usually there's a story behind uh, a lot of items or... Um, you know, our famous taco time ice, for example. I mean, that, that came about because we're a family of fishermen and, and, uh, that was actually the best ice. There was not a restaurant reason for that. There was, uh, it it happens to be the best ice to put into an ice chest and, and carry fish. So that's how we got our taco time ice. And then it turned out to be the very best ice there is.
1: Just wait till you hear the ice episode. Uh, uh, <laughs> There's a full episode <laughs> devoted to ice. I,
3: I haven't seen that. I haven't gotten there that yet. <laughs> uh,
1: well, that's amazing. Getting the background story on the Taco Time ice. Uh, what do you think makes the Taco Time ice so special?
3: Well, uh, I mean, I think consistently I've heard just the chewability uh, piece. And then I think the size as well. You know, it's not super large. It's kind of a small pellet nugget ice. I don't know, you guys, you guys tell me. I mean, I, I guess I got to listen to the ice episode, maybe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got into it. It, it. That's interesting you say that. I mean, how much does Taco Time feel like a family business to you guys?
3: I mean, it, it definitely is. I mean, that's, and that's why I'm here. And it's not just, so today, um, we have several family members who are owners, but just my cousin and I are actively involved. But, um, and, and a lot of companies, I'm sure, say something like this, but it's, uh, this is the way we feel. I mean, there are 1300 employees and, um, I mean, it's like a larger family, not, not just, uh, you know, the Tonkin family. So, um, and we've got people like Gretchen, our marketing director, we've got Colin Yuri, our, our head of purchasing, and we could go down the list of people that have been with us, um, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, even 35 years. And, um, and I've grown up honestly around a lot of these people. So it's, it's pretty special to be able to work with those people.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I also like that you left it open that Jake one invented the Chris chicken burrito. There's no other story. So he's gonna like that. (laughs) It's almost like his story is verified. Uh, So we have to ask. We have a series of questions that we ask every single one of our guests. Uh, Have you been to the other taco time?
3: Uh, I have. I've been to I've been to several other locations down in Oregon and Idaho, I think are the only two, two areas. What do you think
1: about them? you <laughs> uh, <laughs> the I <laughs> I like to say this.
3: <laughs> they're just different. I mean, we split. Um, we split forty years ago, roughly. And uh, I mean, if you can imagine that, if you split that long ago, we both evolved very differently. So I like to say they're they're just very different. I mean, in our restaurants, um, as Chris knows well, like, I mean, we get in early. Uh, you know, usually at least by 7 a.m. and start doing prep in the morning. I mean, just like a, a full service restaurant. Um, we actually hired a corporate chef, uh, what about three to five years ago? He got into our restaurants and was like, oh my gosh, this is just like a full service restaurant. So it's just, it's different than, than the other company. Is what
0: I'd say. How often do you hear from people about their experiences at the other taco time and they think it's taco time Northwest? I think it happens to all of us
3: that work here at, at our <laughs> office quite a bit. My cousin and I get it quite a bit. Uh, you know, we hear something like, well, you got to get, get a hold of that restaurant or, or that franchisee down there in Oregon or Idaho. I mean, they are, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on with them? I don't and,
2: even recognize this. Man. Yeah,
3: yeah, you really lost control here. But um, we kind of shake our head a little bit and try to go through this whole long story about how they're different and we share the same name.
0: If there's one thing we can do with this podcast, hopefully it will be elucidate the difference between the two Taco Times to everyone who listens. I more power to if you. We're yeah. like
1: cereal yeah. for the Taco Time split. <laughs> it's played it more than anybody else could have ever. Uh, that was a good answer about Taco Time. We we have we have another episode. I just I, we uh, went for the first time I ever. I
2: think I only had heard of the other Taco Time when people would bring like a coupon. And I'm like, we don't have a big Juan burrito here, <laughs> yeah. and you can't get a free one.
3: And I think that's the main confusion. And and I don't know if there was a, as much confusion 15, 20 years ago, but I think both with social media, and now you've got people traveling up and down mm-hmm. I-5 so much more. It used to not be so much of a problem, but I think... Certainly when there's a coupon that gets out there or some sort of promotion and people come to a restaurant, that's probably where the most confusion happens. Or somebody looks online at the menu and that's another source of confusion.
2: I just like that <laughs> an uncle of mine once on Facebook was like posted on the Taco Time International Facebook, like complaining mm-hmm. about his
1: tostada salad or something. <laughs> it's like wrong Taco Time, dude. There's probably some people in Oregon right now trying to get free crisp tacos because of that Seahawks rushing touchdown yesterday. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's that's exciting. I mean, that's something. So again, I mean, big sports fans. Um, we've got a lot of sports fans here at Taco Time, and and being, I mean, lifelong Northwest residents, I mean, we're huge Seahawks. You know, college football teams. I happen to be a Husky, um, Mariners fan. So it was fun this year. We sponsored the Mariners and and ran a promotion there for free Mexi fries whenever they hit a triple. And then awesome that. Uh, now we're doing this promotion with the Seahawks. So finally, finally we get a rushing TD and able yeah. to give away free tacos <laughs> uh, for a Taco Tuesday.
0: Yeah, you figured you were probably after last season and you were safe on that
3: one. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, with the same thing, so last year, I think... They had three rushing touchdowns for the whole season, and we we're thinking this year this is the perfect promotion because they're they're rededicating themselves to the the O line running backs. We draft Penny, so we thought this year we got to beat that that three. And we were thinking you know they might get at least eight or ten. So that's what we're
0: hoping for. We want to give away tacos. Nice, yeah. That uh, is this comes out this Tuesday will be the first opportunity, and it's people who have the Taco Time app and then have connected that to a card for payment through the app. Correct. correct. Yep. Yeah. So definitely check that out.
2: And then how do you guys, like when you do a promotion like that, the, how do you edge out some of the other like bigger, like fast food restaurants that, you know, cause they usually do like a jumbo Jack thing or.
3: Yeah. I, um, I mean, you're right. There certainly are a lot of national companies that do promotions with both the Mariners and Seahawks, but I think also, you know, their fan base is here and, and they like partnering with local companies. So I think there was quite a bit of excitement, uh, we just haven't reached out, honestly, or it hasn't been a, um, uh, an emphasis for us. But I think this year um, we decided to do it, and also just to educate people, just like we were talking about earlier, to help educate people that we are a local company, primarily here in Western Washington,
2: are you going to do the blue and green chips
3: again? <laughs> we did do that. You're, you're good. Did you <laughs> did you fry some blue and yes, green Yes, I chips? did. Yeah. So I, I don't think we're doing those. I and mean, we're just focusing on, on giving away the crisp, ta- the crisp taco uh, for every rushing TD.
1: What are they? Are those just
2: dyed chips? Yeah, the tortillas are dyed, and then you just fry them fresh. That sounds
1: um, kind of scary to me. <laughs> it's just a tortilla <laughs> with food coloring. Okay. Do, you, do you not
0: drink green beer at St. Patrick's <laughs> okay. Day? Never. Never.
1: Yeah, <laughs> So we have to ask this, I'm going to call this the menu portion, because okay. uh, we have a lot of menu questions. <laughs> uh, what is the process like for you folks at Taco Time for testing out new items for the menu?
3: Oh, that's a good question. So we've got um, six test restaurants that will actually we have a an initial R&D restaurant where most new items. And that's everything from a new item to a new procedure, new recipe. Uh... So we start with that R&D restaurant. Which which
1: location is that? Or is that not public knowledge? Well, uh, (laughs) I
3: I, I don't know if that's, well, I'll just say it's one location. And sometimes it changes depending on uh, if we have a general manager move to a different location. So it starts at one restaurant. um, After it passes that initial phase, then we go to this group of test restaurants, um, kind of like a market test to see uh, both if there's acceptability in terms of just amount of sales and then if it works um, in terms of execution um, in our restaurants.
1: Uh, are there any things that you're working on right now that you're talking about, thinking about?
3: You know, a lot of our focus isn't uh, isn't menu driven right now. Actually, you know, Chris, you mentioned the the app, and uh, we're actually at the next next phase in our app. Um, so this is something if you haven't done this, you have to have to experiment with. But um, we're experimenting or testing right now. Order ahead in our app. I'm so very excited about this. It's it's awesome. So um, you know, similar to if you've gone to. Uh, Starbucks for example Mm -hmm. they've got an order ahead app Um, so you place your order um, and you know 10-15 minutes later you can go pick up right away or you can schedule it later in the day Um, and we think that that's exciting so that's at that's actually eight restaurants right now we're going to be moving to another six restaurants uh, in about mid-October and and we think and ultimately um, sometime next year we're hoping to have that at all all taco times
0: Obviously, we'll have continuing updates on that situation. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah it's coverage, to, <laughs> it's extensive coverage of it. You know, uh, the, the, sorry to interrupt.
3: No, me. no, go ahead. The other cool thing about that, too, is, you know, I, I think I've heard on some of the podcasts that I listen to that, um, you know, a lot of people don't know that you can customize. And that's the cool thing about this app is you can look through all of our ingredients because some people don't know we've got corn salsa. I know I've heard, heard that as well or pico de gallo or we've got great guacamole that we make in restaurants now and you can add all those items. So that's the fun thing, too, with that app.
1: Uh, okay. So then I guess we'll, we'll preface that by okay. <laughs> before peppering you with questions about the menu <laughs> you are fo- f- focused on time. the app, but we have to, do have sure. numerous menu <laughs> sure. questions. Sure. Uh,
3: I'll, I will, I guess on the menu, I mean, what I should say menu wise, um, we've got corn chowder coming back in, okay. into the restaurants and sweet potato Mexi fries. That okay. There we go. Like That's
0: you just answered one of the really? questions already okay. because I'm a sweet potato Mexi fry Devo tag. <laughs> I love that.
1: Is it, is it coming back? Why why do you do the Sweet Potato Mexi Fries temporarily?
3: Um, we like we like the ability to have kind of the seasonal pulse,
0: I guess is, is what I'd say. Um, You're also forcing me to come out and get them during that time period if I know that I can't get them. Yeah, usually
3: it creates some excitement, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people, when there's a sale, whether you got a sale at Nordstrom, it seems like a lot of people go out for that specific event. So it's something to just create some excitement um, is what we do. The other thing too is, um, like we talked about a little earlier, like that fry position can be really difficult. So it uh, takes some extra work to, to have those um, those sweet potato Mexi fries. We've got in um, February of next year, our, I know we're looking at, at the menu right, right up there, and um, we've got our um, coconut shrimp tacos coming back. So that's another item that utilizes a fryer. And so we like to bring things in and take them out so that we can accommodate bringing in some other items that people love.
2: Yeah, making some sweet potato fries can be... A pain in the lunch rush. Sometimes they take longer. No, they're just at a you know uh, packaged individually. Like you'll in the morning, you'll just bag up a bunch of orders of sweet potato fries instead of the regular ones, where you just you know dump like a half a bag into the fryer. So if you got a bunch of things going on, so we got some fish tacos or some crisp burritos, like you might not have a space for it right away you got to manage the, uh, <laughs> uh,
3: what,
1: what are some of the most interesting combinations that you've seen or things that have come out of maybe from the app or people customizing their taco time items? Um, we've
3: seen, and it's, it's great. Cause I think we try to do a good job here, um, of really listening to guest feedback and that's what we've done with this app. So during this testing phase, we've, we've both got a survey and then, um, we've got some other ways for people to, to provide comments to us. But, um, I mean, there are things that we didn't realize people were doing that uh, like adding Mexi fries um, to some items. I think that was something that we we came to realize, like, wow, people want to add Mexi fries to just some, uh, you know, I don't know, their soft taco or something Mm -hmm. along those lines. So I know that's that's one tough to think off the top of my head. But that
1: that was one for example, the Mexi fries. Well, so I've had a go to order of I'll do a chicken soft taco. With Mexi fries, heavy ranch, add corn salsa. It's a really complicated order. (laughs) Uh, Add corn salsa and then sub out the little like half moon tomatoes for pico de gallo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And it makes it a meal. Like, I mean, it's 79 cents extra for the Mexi fries, but it's almost the size. I was saying to Kevin yesterday uh, that it's almost the size of like a Chipotle burrito at that point with the chicken soft taco. It's huge. Uh, have you thought about doing a specific soft taco or burrito with the Mexi fries in it, just on the menu? So we they used to have one. He knows. Chris <laughs> knows. <laughs> I I could just put the mic down. Chris could answer <laughs> yeah. all
3: these questions. Sorry. <laughs> no. No. You. Go, I mean, that's exactly right. Like we used to have a big time Mexi burrito, and we had. That's a what it's called. I couldn't remember the name. Yeah. But, uh, so. um Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that'll be an exciting thing to be able to, it's tough. You know, you don't want your menu to get too large. It's really tough to train people to make those items. And then at some point you got to start and stop. So I think that's why something like this app will be great that, um, you know, the ability to customize is awesome and it'll give people that freedom.
1: Yes. I feel like that answers a lot of the questions, but we have to ask breakfast too. Mm-hmm.
3: So we tested breakfast. I don't know where you get... Were you yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> okay. Chris, okay. Chris as,
2: usual, as usual, Chris pointed it out. No, I, did, I, mean, I think I heard about it, but it was... Um,
1: Bellingham? Somebody on Twitter had yeah, Somebody told posted about a, a picture yeah, of yeah, they had when the they sign. tried it out. Uh, yeah, so, so, so you tried out breakfast? Yeah.
3: Yeah, we mm-hmm. thought, um, especially because you go down to California, for example, and see... I mean, there are a lot of great breakfast burritos and and uh, Mexican Mexican breakfast oriented restaurants and we thought this is a no-brainer our restaurant our people are already in there in the morning um, preparing our ingredients um, shredding lettuce shredding cheese uh, preparing for the day and so we thought we should do breakfast and we tested up in Bellingham because we wanted the ability to advertise you know if we tested a few restaurants here that might be a little confusing so we wanted to put it up in Bellingham put some marketing behind it and we we tried well over a year and um just couldn't quite get enough traction enough sales to really make it make sense Yeah, because
2: then you would have to be having employees come in earlier i imagine and this adds a lot extra work in the morning yeah
3: i think come in earlier and the other thing is um i think in general we want to do something and do it well and uh, also created some distraction so when people were in there. They're pretty busy prepping for the day, and then when you've got to bounce back and tweet back and forth between you know shredding your lettuce, shredding your chicken, uh, or n- not your chicken, sorry, but um, shredding your cheese, and then pop over there, uh, you know, to the drive-through window to help mm-hmm. a customer, um, that's where it becomes challenging. So in the end, we decided let's just focus on lunch and dinner, um, try to do that to the best of our ability.
1: Okay, the last menu item question mm-hmm. <laughs> that I have uh, for you is: Have you considered having any specifically vegan options?
3: Yeah. Um, I think, and, and I think more so, um, it's something we've been thinking about. And in fact, I, I, we just talked with our chef the other day about even looking at, uh, a plant-based protein, for example. Um, I think more and more so, and especially in our region, there are a lot of people that are vegetarian or vegan. And, um, and I think having those options is important. So, but in, in general, I'd say where we're at today, um, just even on the vegetarian side, not necessarily the vegan side, we have some good options there um, with the veggie soft taco. Um, you know, people love our crisp pinto bean burrito. So it's something that certainly we're going to be looking at.
1: Interesting. The other note that I had was more things with the corn salsa because mm-hmm. I didn't know that it existed before Chris told us about it.
2: I mean, it used to be black bean and corn salsa. And then when they changed the recipe, I think like a few years ago, I thought it was it's way better
3: now, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> I think that's what we used to have: black beans in there, and I, and I don't know if you remember, too, um pineapples. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, so those are some divisive things, and and we went just a route of <laughs> straight <laughs> corn salsa, right? Yeah, it's, and it's
2: like a little bit has a little kind of spicy kick to
3: it. Yeah,
1: it didn't think before. It pulls the soft taco together. I think it's salsa.
3: great. I like so I do some of those same things. I like um, you know our. Uh, you you said the half moons or, you know, the round red tomatoes that we slice, we slice those actually each morning. Um, They're beautiful tomatoes, but the the pico de gallo, I think has a lot of great flavor in there. And um, so I like that as a sub and that, I mean, I keep going back to that app, but I think that's the cool thing is people will discover some of these great ingredients like it. We also have a catering program. I find that's another way that people find out they have, that we have these ingredients. So people get a catering order, they see our corn salsa, they see the pico de gallo, they see maybe a medium salsa or guacamole because so many people just are in their routine. We've joked that for some people like soft taco time. You know, so many people are just a number one or a number three with a soft taco and and don't necessarily venture into other parts of the menu. So I think actually both catering and um, that app, I think are gonna be great ways that people see some of these other ingredients.
1: Well, it makes sense. I mean, as opposed to some place like Chipotle, where mm-hmm. you're seeing, you're literally walking along and seeing all the ingredients. Yeah. You see, like, you go, okay, I, I can add that, I can add, add that, I can add that. People engage with taco time a little bit more like a traditional fast food restaurant, yeah. where they're just seeing the items and ordering kind of the pre made version of it. Um, so I'm excited to see what could be done with the app. I mean, it changed. This is, uh, my Taco Bell order. <laughs> it really opened up the Taco Bell menu for me being able to do the app ordering. Yeah. Cause you can add, I'll add three or four things to every single item and you're like, Oh, it's five cents or whatever for some diced onions. Yeah. Like, All right. Sure. Why not? Yeah.
0: Wait, did you just try to do that entire segment and not ask about Mexi fry nachos? <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's really funny. You mentioned that because, um, I, so we actually have a, tomorrow um, a menu meeting to go over. So what items are we considering um, adding or changing? And I, I made a note to bring up Mexi-Fry Nachos at our discussion tomorrow <laughs> yes. because of listening to the podcast. <laughs> so you guys are making wow. making moves at Taco <laughs> Time. Now, whether that makes it to the menu, I don't yeah. know if you guys have, have, have that much cred yet. I think But it, you've got it on the discussion board. I okay. think oh it would God. be
2: kind of hard to execute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but not that you guys
1: don't have that ability. Yeah. Anything else that's on the discussion board?
3: Um, I I I don't think I can. We have to have our meeting tomorrow, so (laughs) I have. So can you email us the (laughs) meeting minutes tomorrow (laughs) afterwards? And I am just one voice. That's the cool thing. That's the great thing about working here is that we have lots of people. I mean, it is definitely something that is um, uh, interactive, and it's not. This is not a, you know one person show. I mean, we've got my cousin and and several other people that are like I said have been with us for a long time. We have a corporate chef, and um, so I'm sure we'll have a great discussion and and we'll see what comes out of there. But going to have to keep the the minutes probably top secret. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Worth a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like the effort. It's solid. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna be peering through the windows tomorrow, <laughs> uh, and then and then one last men- menu item, right? And I know Chris, this is one that you wanted to bring up, uh, but an item that's no longer on the menu:
3: the taco burger. Oh, that is it is a good item. So you can go. We have um, a local favorite section if you've been to some some of our locations. Um, so I know certainly we have a franchisee down in the, uh, kind of the Tacoma area that I know they have the taco burger as a local favorite. So there are a few items. And it's just one of those things where, and actually the funny thing is uh, my mom and my grandfather, my grandfather since passed away, but those, they were two people um, that always said, you got to get the taco burger back on the menu. <laughs> and that's tough to tell your grandpa and your mom, no. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's one of those things where you just have to look at... Um, kind of what items make the cut, and we didn't sell enough of those. Um, We had a smaller number of people to buy them, but they they were super passionate about that item.
0: Yeah, I guess we think of it as a fun job to have the uh, be, have this menu meeting and be going over mm-hmm. what's on there. But you also do have to probably make some tough choices and disappoint some people sometimes.
3: It's, it's actually painful. I think that's <laughs> one of the tougher things because we innately, I mean, we are there to serve our customers. I mean, we call them guests in, in, in our company. And um, I think our natural tendency to say yes to everything and the last thing we want to do is take something away. But uh, gosh, to make sure that um, we can actually train and execute, we need to make decisions.
0: You mentioned uh, in terms of the the vegetarian and potentially vegan options, kind of reflecting the Northwest tastes. How important was that in the efforts to start composting and really kind of be ahead of the curve in in terms of doing that with basically every now everything in the uh, in the stores?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're right on. Um, I mean, being a Northwest company, um, I think we have um, uh, probably greater sensitivity to that, and um, so. Yeah, I, I believe that was 2012 that we launched our composting program. And um, it's been a huge hit. You know, I, I don't think it's anything, certainly it's nothing that we did for fanfare. It's just something that we thought was the right thing to do. And I'm amazed. I mean, it's one of those things like ice that you hear people that are so appreciative that um, really any packaging uh, uh, that you get in our dining rooms is compostable. Um, I think what some people haven't realized um, uh, just, I mean, we are a completely transparent company, so some, some items in our drive-through have not been compostable, mm-hmm. um, just because there is no way actually to, um, I don't know if a lot of people know a lot of those items you can't send to a commercial composting facility at home, but, uh, we're making the leap and, um, and actually taking another step in our, in our composting program. So, uh, probably by mid-November, um, every single packaging item uh, in our restaurants will be hundred percent compostable which is um, that's a huge step and I don't know if there's anybody else frankly even in, in the country will that include yeah,
2: like the uh, like milk or the juice yeah. for the kids meals
3: point your spot those are good questions so we're, <laughs> so we've had to change and we're testing this right now um, actually testing it in Seattle so we've moved to instead of serving milk in kind of a plastic jug um, we're pouring milk into a compostable um, cup. Oh, know, much wow. like, huh. And so take some extra effort uh, there to go do that. But it's something that we believe in.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, so we've noticed we have we haven't had our location uh, correspondent on yet on Taco Taco Time soon, though. Uh, but we've noticed some of the renovations at the Taco Time locations throughout the Northwest and some of them kind of unique to every place. Uh, And I was describing today, even some of the locations as being almost avant-garde for a fast food restaurant. Um, Kind of what goes into that process for the renovations that happen uh, or how to the decor and design of the Taco Time locations.
3: In, um, not exactly sure what you're speaking to, like the new, the newer locations are you thinking yeah, I mean, of that well, have been remodeled the, the or the older location Wallenford. where it's like yeah.
1: a piece of art. Uh, somebody was describing to us, I think it's the Bellingham location, right? Which was recently renovated. They get high reviews. Yeah. Yes. They redid the, uh, factoria one too. Yeah. Very recently.
3: So uh, a couple of different things going on here. And that's the that's the cool thing with being uh, a family-owned local company and with this long, rich history spanning, you know, what, over 56 years. Um, so maybe I'll take this in, in order. So on the, like Wallingford, um, kind of the glass, almost office-looking building, uh, and there's one in Auburn as well. That was our, uh, when I say our, my cousin Chris and I, that was our, our great-uncle. He had, he had an idea that... Uh, back in, I think this was in the 80s. He wanted to create something that would really stand the test of time and that um, he would never have to re- remodel on the exterior. And so he came up with the idea to, to use the kind of all gra- glass, uh, modern-looking building. Um, uh, so again, different ideas, kind of different personalities come up with those things. Recently... Um, so I, I heard Bellingham mentioned Factoria, um, also our, our restaurant on Fourth Avenue um, up on the Renton Highlands. Um, where else? Isaquas, Is nice right? Yeah, that's like a nice Mostly one.
1: wood, right? It feels like a very Northwest location.
3: Totally, that yeah. one. Um, Issaquah, uh near the Costco um, uh, corporate headquarters over there. So there, there's several of these restaurants that we've either remodeled or built new in the last uh, three to four years, and we're actually, we've got several more um, on the docket. And we went through a process with um, with our, enge- or not engineering, our architectural firm, and um, we set out with a goal to make a, a restaurant uh, uh, atmosphere that really reflected who we are, which we think is, you know, we're a fast food company, but we're a different kind of fast food company. Um, so we changed some things, whether it would be adding a fireplace at most of these restaurants, yeah. um, to, to add the ambiance and, and warmth, or try, we added windows in our drive-through so, that, um, so our guests in the drive-through can see just what we're doing in terms of the lengths we go to preparing uh, our ingredients um, from fresh or, or scratch. So kind of some of these different elements, um, we added kind of an angled shed roof so that it looks like, you know uh, a northwest contemporary building to give that northwest feel to it we're not a national company we're just here in the northwest so it was a really intentional and concerted effort to go do that and uh we've started plowing away but there are 80 taco time restaurants um and it takes a while to, to update those
1: are you renovating i literally had a coworker earlier today say ask about the uh, uh the ballard location that's directly across from the locks Boy, you are, you've got your finger on the pulse. <laughs> just, people talk to us about taco time a lot. I mean, literally, we
3: just started remodeling that one, I think, on September 6th. So you cut you it. Yeah, so we are remodeling that one. We're excited about that. I mean, that restaurant's been uh, been around a long time and finally finally getting a remodel. And it should be uh, completely remodeled before the year year ends.
1: Nice. Do you feel like there's any pressure to kind of maintain some of the classic image of taco time while also uh, looking a little bit modern?
3: Yeah, I, I think those are challenging things that, I mean, much like we talked about with the menu. So many people have, have opinions. and um, But ultimately we went through that process and tried to find something that wasn't radically different. that It still captured taco time, but uh, uh, maybe a little more updated. I saw uh, after the Factoria one, uh
2: reopen they had like a jones soda thing going on is that
3: they still have that there did you guys switch to the yeah so they they don't there that was something i mean we've talked a lot about kind of testing different things here because we're always i think that's one cool thing another cool thing uh, about us is that we're always trying to i'm not saying stagnant like we are always trying to um improve and um so we, we did that Jones test again because, I mean, they're a local company and, and wanted to see, you know, that's something where with Coca-Cola, it's, it's a large national company and wanted to try, you know, giving the local guy a chance. And um, so we stopped our test at, uh, at Factoria, actually in Puyallup. We've got a mix of both Coke and Jones there. So that's, Ooh. that's, uh, um, that test is ongoing there.
0: So normally we ask people what's your favorite location in this case, would that be like choosing among like your children (laughs) (laughs) or choosing your friends?
3: (laughs) I I can't pick a favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of them, they all have different stories and I've heard my uncle will go into a restaurant and remember, you know, uh, when he worked on that restaurant or when, when he uh, helped build it. And I mean, so you always have a different, um, I don't know, memories or times in your life that you think of when you go into different restaurants or you think of different people, like we were talking about, you know, Chris kind of going through your, your times there at, uh, at Tuck I mean, those things go through your head, but there's not a favorite. Is there,
2: there has to be one that you go to more often. I imagine just out of,
3: yeah, I go, I mean, cause our office is in Renton. I go to the one, um, a restaurant in Renton Highlands, quite a bit downtown Renton. Um, I go to one in Kirkland. We call it Kirkland Rose Hill on 85th. Rose Hill is probably my favorite location. Yeah. There. And, uh, Factoria, I go there quite a bit downtown Bellevue. I mean, I, but I, I hit a lot of taco times <laughs> 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 and not just in both, you know, it's certainly working here, but as much as a guest, I mean, it's funny. I, I don't get tired of taco time and my yeah. family eats there quite a bit. I mean, that's just, it's, it's our favorite restaurant <laughs> <laughs> how many how often are people are aware of who you are uh i i think um we've got a culture both my cousin and i especially um that we like going under the radar and not being recognized um so it de- it just depends uh, um i don't know i'd probably say half half the time but maybe maybe i don't even know if they, if they recognize <laughs> me or not <laughs>
0: Uh, While well, we're on the topic of modernizing the look, uh, painting the corporate office, what's the, what's the status there and, and what was kind of the the thinking behind that?
3: Yeah, we, um, so like all things, and we've tended not to, I think our office building here is built in the late eighties and and we have not done much in the way of updates, especially on the exterior because we've always wanted to devote um, whatever cash we have to actually our employees and to and, uh, the restaurants. I mean, that's where, that's where our money needs to be spent, but, um, important to keep this updated as well. And so we set about to paint the, the exterior and, and, uh, tried to modernize that one. And it ended up kind of a funny story. They, we, we used a designer, which she's great. She worked on our restaurants and she was tr- trying to add a little more taco tom to the corporate office. So we've called it the racing stripe that <laughs> was, it was on the side of our building. Uh, there was a, a green stripe on the side of our building that kind of stood out and, uh, Looked pretty funny, so my, my cousin and I actually quickly <laughs> said, "Uh, let's paint over that. We need that to go away." And and uh, that one that one didn't work out, but um, yeah, it was just a recent recent
0: redo. Yeah, can't help but notice that drive driving uh, past here on one sixty nine.
1: Any other thoughts on Taco Time? Do you have, do you have some <laughs> some closing thoughts on Taco Time?
0: Uh, I don't know if I have closing thoughts
3: as much as I just. I mean, I think I shared with you all that, I, I am just amazed and elated that there are people that are talking about Taco <laughs> Time and humbled, honestly humbled, because um, I mean, we take so much pride, both me and all of our employees, we take so much pride in what we do here and uh, and for people to recognize that and um, and recognize some of the really good things that I think a lot of our people do, it's, it's awesome. So uh, we're just thankful and appreciative and we're working every day. I mean, I know a lot of companies, um, they have mission statements, but I really think, I mean, whether it's me or, or our people, like we believe in that mission, like core quarter, our mission is providing the ultimate fast dining experience and uh, promising to, um, serve, I mean, really the best food out there. So, I mean, quality food, caring people, exceeding expectations. Those are, those are really what we try to do every day. And, uh, and we're committed to that. So, um, I think we're a different kind of company and, and it's cool. I think, you guys have a hit on some of those pieces that, that, uh, yeah, that I would have really wrote.
2: nailed it if I had that uh, mission statement memorized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, I think I used to know it yeah. at one point, but
3: well, I tried, I didn't, I didn't say it verbatim cause yeah. I didn't want to come across really corny and preachy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I tried to just tease yeah. out some of those elements, but I really do think, I mean, there are companies that are out there that are purely just to make a profit and that's fine. And, and, um, and I'm sure, you know, you guys might say, oh, this is just a guy saying that, but really. I mean, it is not about that for us. It is trying to create an experience so that we get people that are this excited about our company. Like we want to deliver that kind of experience to our guests. Um, so that's, that's what makes our day.
1: Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us. Robbie Tonkin here on talking taco time.
0: Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.